Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per option are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today, it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Yes, welcome to Under the Hammer. My name is Jane Neild and we are doing it all thanks to Direct Connect. They make moving easy for you, connecting services like electricity, gas and more. If you're a property manager interested in using Direct Connect, call 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Head to the website directconnect.com.au. I'm joined by Stavros Ambazidis, one of three co-directors at O'Brien Real Estate and one of the best auctioneers in the country. In just a moment, we'll be introducing our special guest today, Jane McNiff, an account manager for Direct Connect in my home state and my hometown, South Australia and Adelaide. Stav, welcome to you. I was thinking of you because the other day I ended up in Chelsea. I bought a a caravan annex off Facebook Marketplace, (laughs) went to the beach, strolled along the Chelsea beach and with my son had the best kebab I have had in two years and could not believe how amazing Chelsea was. The thing that made it special for him was we've been playing your uh, O'Brien real estate Monopoly and he was recognising all the suburbs from the Monopoly. So (laughs) must thank you for that birthday gift. (laughs) It it is a great, uh, yeah, all the the streets and the suburbs in that Monopoly, but it is a great uh, kebab uh, shop up the road. Um, you should have had the HSP, it's to die for, but no, it's really good. And the beach here is outstanding. Oh, just, just it was our first little venture out of our 5K zone um, from lockdown when I come and pick him up in the city. And it was unbelievable and so busy. And um, tell me, there is a gigantic, huge uh, bit of construction going on with, are they putting the train line underground in that area? Is that going to be an absolute boom for anyone with property in the Chelsea area? Yeah, so all the way from Carrum right through to our Long Beach Strip here up in Aspendale, they're even extending the Frankston Freeway out in Chelsea Heights. So we have put up with a lot, a lot of um, road work um, out here. So it's very, but it's going to change the world. If you if you want to see the future at the moment, go down to Carrum because they've already finished down there and you'll see how outstanding it is and how beautiful all the new parkland. The, the non-beachside properties, Jane, also, all of a sudden become beachside because there's no train line really separating them. So that's how I saw them. Yeah, it, it's yeah. certainly, I mean, we were there sort of just on dusk and the workers, I actually did have a quite a good chat to a lady with a, um, you know, stop sign who was saying, yeah, we work 24 hours a day. And I don't know, I don't know that mm. much about real estate, but I know if you follow construction and investment, you can often uh, follow where the market will head in another couple of years, but it sounds like it's already sort of starting to move. Mm, no, it definitely is. Um, so on the weekend, we had a, a lot of options in the area. One in particular um, that I did uh, 100 bids, 100 bids in 14 minutes. So for those that are trying to do the calculations, that's eight seconds per bid. So wow. I'm coming thick and fast. Um, I was on my toes, literally on my toes, <laughs> uh, um, and I didn't miss a beat and I didn't drop a drop a bid. So uh, my son actually is my penciler. He's the electronic scribe. Uh, and he was, uh, you don't often get complimented by your children, but uh, he was blown away how quick I was 
I was quicker than him typing it in. So there you go. <laughs> now, I must admit that I was thinking of you last night. I couldn't help it because I was watching the Block 2021 auctions. I'm sure you were too. But for anyone that uh, was watching, I don't know, I was yelling at the television because, of course, things get pretty heated on the Block auctions. But there was one particular very wealthy former IT, um, you know, entrepreneur who obviously has cashed up, Danny Wallace is his name, who was putting in bids of, let's just say, 700000 $766,666.66. I was mm. thinking of you and your son doing the scribing, like how confusing and how overwhelming and how, I don't know, much of a disruption to your process is it if you have someone like Danny who, we'll talk about strategies in a moment, mm. but does it completely throw you as an auctioneer? And if, if you're getting bids every eight seconds, that would have just done your head in. So what was your take on that? Well, firstly, that, that bid would have taken longer than eight seconds for him to say it. Um, <laughs> but my wife my wife is interesting because she sat next to me because I, I made sure I was there at 7 o'clock to watch it uh, like everyone else. And she would say, what would you do there? Would you would you just make a, a disclaimer or say a disclaimer and say, look, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, whatever the bid is, uh, I'm going to either round it up or round it down to the nearest dollar. And I actually wouldn't. I would have taken this bid because you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. So that's right. the first thing. So you don't want to put someone off either. Now, his strategy, you've got to understand there's always a purpose and an agenda, okay? There's no conspiracy theories in my world. I believe there's agendas. Uh, and if you follow the cash, you'll find the agenda. He's to not only disrupt the auctioneer, but also to disrupt the other buyers and bidders. And he and several times, if you saw Frank Valentic said, yes. you know what, I'm not going to put up with this. He can have it. Yeah. Oh, this is just doing my head in. He can have it. And, yeah, you've got to be a bit of a poker player and you've got to expect the unexpected. They're the things as an auctioneer you've got to do. You've got to expect the unexpected. So whatever comes out of someone's mouth, instead of saying, oh, my God, what would you say, you're better off saying, acting like you expected that to happen. Yeah. Don't, don't be frazzled or speed wobbled. Uh, and that's the advice that I'd give any auctioneer out there or any buyer or bidder out there that uh, has Danny bidding against them. Don't let it frazzle you because that's his intentions. But congratulations to Danny. I think he did an excellent job. The auctioneer from McGraths I thought was exceptional. Uh, Tom Panos, who's a very good friend of mine and he's another Greek boy, I think he was great. Um, but all in all, I think it was a really, really good result. I was a little bit frazzled by the reserve prices. I felt they were a little bit high. But after seeing some of the results, I've got to say, many people don't know, but I grew up in the back of a, a fish and chip shop um, and, and a rotisserie chicken shop. My dad had a shop in Hampton and he owned the building with the residents upstairs and it was Nick's Chicks. And he sold that for $37,000 back in 1975. <laughs> so after seeing... The prices from last night, oh, my God. I was too scared to ring mum and tell her. But, uh, the, look, someone up there in Channel 9 knew what was going on, and that's why they set the reserves so high. Yeah, well, I, um, of course, do another podcast with Shana Blaze called Homestyle. We will be chatting this week. I'm recording with Shana tomorrow about the block auctions. But she said it isn't just Channel 9 coming up with those prices. This is a, you know, a a company who comes in, it's it's someone doing the job completely separate from the production Ooh. team. And at first when, I mean, it was great television, wasn't it? Watching everyone spit oh. the dummy and go, we're not going to make any money. Uh, generally happens every year as, as Scotty's. We're going to boycott. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's it's not the producers setting the prices, it's real estate experts. So of course, uh, the winning couple were Mitch and Mark. Their reserve was 3.4. They were second in the auction, uh, sold for 4 million. 40, see, I can't even get the price. Look, just over 4 million. There's a whole lot of fours in there as well. Their total profit was the 644,000 plus the 100,000. Why do you think the first auction didn't quite um, make as much money as others? Is, Is there such a lot of, I don't know, like pressure on that first spot? Because in past years, people have wanted to be first because things kind of petered out towards the end. Yeah, it's, it's, interesting you 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 want to set the scene as the first auction you want to sort of feel uh the environment and the the playing field but i think there was one very significant thing about the first auction uh danny didn't bid as as far as i can remember yeah so the other auctions that got the record prices have the danny factor Mm. so danny was bidding so there's something to, to be said about that and you don't want to be last but you Possibly after seeing last night, you don't want to be first either. The first auction sets the scene. By the last auction, you know, a lot of your buyer pool has left, so you don't have the full buyer pool. But I think by second or third auction, uh, everyone's sort of starting to feel, look, if I don't get one, if I don't get one now, am I going to get one? And you saw Frank Valentic, how happy he was when he bought um, the, the auction off the two boys, the, t- yeah. the twins. And he jumped on Tom Panos, the auctioneer. He hugged him and jumped on him. Yeah. Uh, and he said, "I finally got one. I finally beat Danny." So, uh, I think it, it, it's a it's a real balancing act. First, I think could be, you know, let's not go first, but let's not go last. I, th- I think second or third would have been the best option. Yeah, I think uh, the couple who decided the auction order, of course, Ronnie and Georgia, Mm. I think they may have a little bit of remorse after all of that. And joining us today on Under the Hammer, all thanks to Direct Connect, making moving easy for you, is an account manager for Direct Connect in South Australia, Jane McNiff, who I understand, Jane, you were actually born in Hampton. We've just been talking about the blog. So welcome to you. And for listeners who may not be so familiar with that area what are your memories of Hampton why do you think it uh, is such a desirable area uh, look growing up in Hampton it, it, it was beautiful so so close to the beach um, and just a lovely little feel amongst those streets there with families and the main street Hampton Street I have very very fond memories of that area and what sort of a house did you uh, grow up in was it like a, a pre-block something that would be ripe for renovation Oh, absolutely, Jade. I was thinking, I nearly messaged my mum last night and said, mum, you should have held off and, and <laughs> waited to sell. My goodness, those prices now in, in that area are just are just crazy. But but hey, that's, uh, that's Melbourne and Australia-wide at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, so um, Stav and I have spoken a lot about you know, various states in the country. We've had guests from Queensland, from the North Coast, New South Wales, from uh, around Australia. But it's great to be able to check in with you about South Australia. So tell us a little bit about how you've been feeling over lockdown as a state who, look, I've got most of my family back in SA, really couldn't quite understand the whole lockdown thing and almost seemed to be business as usual, apart from the border closures. You know, what's the feeling been like for the last 12 to 18 months in Adelaide. Has it felt relatively untouched by the whole COVID pandemic? Yeah, it's been uh, quite a quite a strange time, really, because uh, South Australia has really been in its own little bubble 
We've seen the restrictions and the lockdowns that the other states have had. But here in South Australia, we had two and they were both three or four days each. We've been relatively untouched. Uh, so business has has gone on, um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens now. You know, our borders open in two weeks, so what we know will, will potentially change change pretty pretty quickly. Uh, but people have gone on, yeah, with business. Real estate has ticked over. Businesses haven't really needed to adjust in, in that kind of state. So yeah, it's been it's it's we've been untouched. So with with COVID, obviously we, we've felt it very very much uh, here in Victoria, Jane. Um, I've got a lot of friends in real estate over in uh, South Australia, especially from Harris Real Estate, so I deal with them a fair bit. Um, now, did you have to adjust at all with your services of Direct Connect? Uh, I suppose you're remote as it is, and, and you, it is mainly done over the phone, but did any of the services change towards the real estate agents? I know in our, in our industry, we had to change severely, whether uh, it's QR codes on entry now, we have to wipe down... Uh, all services that have been touched. Uh, there's so much that we have to implement in our business. Uh, we've even become COVID marshals, which is uh, you know, quite, quite an extraordinary task. We didn't learn that at real estate school. So there's a lot of things that we've had to um, implement and learn. Um, with Direct Connect, is there anything that you've had to do to change too much? I think our services continued. I think what was probably more relevant and we did more of is really to help and talk through that mover through the experience. They needed real guidance through through that time. But we're remote, our teams work remotely. So, and the services we offered, they, they just carried on in terms of your connections, but dealing with the movers, and also the real estate agents, we were, we were there really to assist them during that time. And Jane, um, we've heard many reports of people, like I have a sister working in real estate in uh, the Adelaide Hills where demand has just been absolutely crazy, almost impossible to get a rental in some of those parts. Uh, but also, you know, tenants who were trying to get rentals from different states, if not overseas, it wasn't uncommon for someone to rent a house sight unseen. Is that where Direct Connect can really help out people moving in terms of it's stressful enough to move house, but did you see that extra level of complexity in uh, some of the clients that you were dealing with? Absolutely, and I think that's only going to get stronger. There is so much movement and the demand for people moving interstate to South Australia now is huge. And if you imagine you're sitting in Sydney or you're sitting in Victoria and you're moving to Adelaide, the whole moving experience is, is as busy and as chaotic as, as, you know, it can be, let alone moving interstate and their families. So having Direct Connect there to talk them through that moving process and assist them is, is, is important now, but it's only going to be even, even more so when we see, because I think we will see more transition of people moving here into next year. Look, we're seeing uh, that happen on the on the ground here in uh, Victoria. On, on Saturday, uh, Jane, I did uh, six auctions and they they spanned across the whole of Melbourne uh, from um, Chelsea, Mornington, South, uh, South Frankston, you know, Oakley, Hyatt. Three of our vendors are moving into state. So that's 50% of the auctions that I did that they're moving into state. One of them into South Australia, the other two into that northern part of New South Wales, South Queensland area. 
but um, yeah, so we, we're seeing a lot of that at the moment. We call it the internal migration. And at the moment, we've all, all, already found that there's been close to 50,000 families that have moved out of uh, Victoria, which is, which is significant. Uh, and it's great that Direct Connect are Australia-wide. They're a national company, so they can actually assist our clients right through the whole of Australia. Uh, interesting something you said, though. Um, so your, your people on the phone became more of psychologists, psychiatrists. They, they became the EAP system for um, listening. And, and it'd be interesting to see, would you say your average phone call was longer o- over this period? Oh, for sure, Stab. Even when COVID started and I was at my previous role at the Domain Group, I remember speaking to those agents that were at home and let's face it, agents love a chat at the best of times and when they're at home with you know, not jumping between between opens and auctions, there's that time to have a chat. So there was a lot of yeah, a lot of time spent talking people through how they're, how they're adjusting business wise and how they're doing personally as well because you want to you want to check in with everyone and, and, and see how everyone's going And I would add to that a lot of people who were stuck at home and not seeing colleagues and friends and family, it's like like I've had some really fantastic chats to people at the bank, <laughs> various call centre people I've dealt with over the last couple of years because you're like, oh, there's another human being that wants to talk. It's lovely. Uh, Jane, you did mention uh, your previous life at the Domain Group. Uh, you've been with Direct Connect for nine months. So tell us a little bit about you. When did you first uh, realise that real estate was a little bit of a passion and, and how did you get into that uh, first job with Domain and then to Direct Connect? Oh, it was in my early 20s. I, I started, I left university and started working for a uh, the Melbourne Weekly magazine, which is a, was a free-to-home pub, real estate publication in, in Melbourne, uh, which, which then joined Domain. And I, yeah, I started my career with Domain. So I was with them for 20 years, predominantly in Melbourne. Then I got the opportunity to work in the Canberra market for six months. So I moved up there. The role came up in Adelaide, came to Adelaide, um, had a family and and have stayed ever since. Decided after 20 years that look for sort of a different role and luckily enough, Direct Connect fell into my universe. So I I was very lucky because for me it ticks all the boxes. I have a love of property. Maybe my dad was an auctioneer in Melbourne, so it's probably always going to be in my blood in some form. Yes, yeah, so I've been yeah with, with nine months and and lo- loving the role, loving the client base, loving the culture and and the team. So you've been involved in real estate for well over twenty years, uh, and I love talking to people uh, of that elk. Uh, I started in real estate in nineteen ninety one, and I try and explain uh, this to some of our staff. What changes have you seen in those in those years? Obviously, a lot on in the uh, internet uh, side of things. But have you seen anything that you'd like to um, describe to us that you've uh, seen? Probably a couple of things. You're right. The whole media and the promotion of a property and how how that is sold. That was always in my initial years was always very much sort of print rather than digital, and that's really really turned around. And then for me, it's really the hype. It's the world we live in. Real estate has become such a such a a passion, and and it's, it's sort of Australia wide, isn't it? You, you look at the mm. media today, and I'm looking at the advertiser, and it's really what happened in real estate on the weekend. It's become such a such a big part of our our lives. 
Yeah, it's a national obsession, and and look, I've I've definitely been one of those people who, you know, in my early years, it's like, oh, got to find another share house, oh, got to apply for another place, and and now it's something I do to entertain myself, and um, you know, listeners who've been with us over the last forty or so episodes will know that it was that obsession that led me to selling a property in lockdown without even seeing the agent, so none of that face to face stuff happening, and then buying a place with literally a FaceTime inspection. And by the time I actually got to the property, you know, had already had the contracts sort of drawn up. So I guess it is interesting the way you say, Jane, that, you know, your your clients and the people, the Direct Connect team are talking about want that personal connection, but we have less personal connection in some ways, but we still all crave that one-on-one kind of interaction with people that we're dealing with. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's so relevant in the moving space. People want to make that one telephone call to assist them. There's so much other logistic things they'll have to arrange. Yeah, if we can assist in that one call to have things connected for the day they move in, then then, then we're, we're doing our part in helping that mover. You are listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. They make moving easy for you. And if you are an agent interested in uh, talking to the team at Direct Connect, give them a call on 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. You can head to their website, directconnect.com.au. Our guest is Jane McNiff, who's an account manager for Direct Connect in South Australia. Talk to us about the agents, uh, Jane. We, We have spoken to many people from right around the real estate landscape. There's never been so much pressure. It is an incredible time to be in real estate. I think we all admit that. But, you know, talk us through how Direct Connect can actually help out an agency, perhaps one with, you know, only a few staff members who are all trying to multitask and trying to do their inspections and trying to meet uh, potential clients. So, you know, what have you seen Direct Connect being able to do over the last year or so to help out a little with that pressure for a, a local agency? I think these days agencies have so many systems and processes internally. They're always being um, spoken to about a new, you know, integration or a new prop tech. So Direct Connect's really able to to come in to assist them to, to look at that, to look at what they've got in their in their company, to streamline it, um, to help things make make it easier, and then to for us to have just a simple way of them to deal with us, to send through applications, because majority have that already in their businesses. It's just knowing that what's what's the easiest way to do it to, with us. Stab, that would um, ring true for you, wouldn't it? The uh, the constant, look yeah. at this app, check out this service. And we've talked to some of those people on this show too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and the great thing about Direct Connect, is the added services that you do add and assist with because we are all so busy and it doesn't matter whether we're real estate agents uh, or whatever industry we're in as a customer because we all live in houses and we all move uh, and as we can see last week um, it, Jane it was uh, nearly 9,000 sales across uh, the country the second busiest week that's a lot of work for Direct Connect to actually disconnect people, connect people uh, into um, into their new homes, and that's just in the sales sector. We, you know, let's not forget about the property management side of things as well. So I think uh, what you offer is an exceptional service, and it's free to the customer. 
So a lot of people don't realise that, Jane, that it is actually free to the customer uh, and it takes a load off your mind. Uh, you know, get, getting in touch with um, South East Border or whoever you use around Australia or United Energy, you know, can, you can be stuck on the phone for hours um, sometimes. But, um, you know, to have someone like Direct Connect take that off you, I think is fantastic. So, you know, I'd like to thank you for our industry, what you're doing for us. And I always say, Jane, you know, as humans, you know, being in lockdown, we're wired for connection. That could be a new tagline for um, Direct Connect. Yeah, <laughs> like connection. <laughs> we're wired for connection. So. Yeah. And if you think about, like, the timing now, I mean, last week was the biggest auction weekend in Adelaide ever. So mm. it was the biggest one they'd ever seen. So those people, you know, maybe in three months' time with settlement, when they're moving a lot interstate – They've got a lot on their mind. They're moving families. They're setting up schools. If they can just contact us for that one call to have everything connected and just that peace of mind of the day, the day they're going to move in, they're going to have their gas and their electricity on. Mm. And the internet, yeah. I've, uh, we've had quite a few storms and I am now in regional uh, Victoria. And I've got to say, when the power goes out, and the internet is down, you'd like to think that you are not completely dependent on these sort of services. But I was putting myself in the mindset of someone who walks into a property and things aren't connected. I mean, I was just beyond out of my head for a 24-hour period. I was driving to the local town to find a friend who had an NBN connection just to try and do a little bit of work. It really is so crucial, isn't it? And and you think that you're not going to get panicked, but the sense of of anxiety that starts to build when you realise this could be a few more days or a couple of days or even 12 hours without a service connection, especially if you had Mm. teenage kids. I can't even imagine if you got to a new place, interstate, a whole new life without those basic connections, Jane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now tell us a little bit about the SA market. You mentioned a bumper, bumper uh, sales week last week. For someone listening outside of South Australia who hasn't perhaps uh, thought much about SA property, I mean, look, I'm born and bred in Adelaide, haven't been there for a couple of years thanks to border closures, but really it is a stunning place to live where we always sort of say everything's about 20 minutes from everywhere else. You can be on top of Mount Lofty looking out over, you know, the sunset of the city with the glistening lights. 20 minutes later, you can be at the beach in Glenelg uh, dipping the toe in. So what are you sort of loving about SA and also what are you seeing um, some of the, the market moves there? Like are people doing the tree changes and the sea changes as much as perhaps elsewhere? Uh, the lifestyle is second to none here. You're right, it's a 20-minute city. It literally is 20 minutes to the beach from my house, 20 minutes to McLaren Vale, 20 minutes to the city. Uh, just has so much on offer. I mean, it's the most, most livable city in Australia now, isn't it? Third, third, <laughs> third internationally. And there's a reason. There's reasons for that because it, it truly is a beautiful place to, to, to bring up bring up family um but the prices are crazy i just read on saturday there was a property uh, sold eight hundred and forty thousand over reserve at auction on saturday just traditionally so 40 over reserve. reserve yeah wow. you just couldn't see that momentum that's an in, that's an interstate buyer coming coming back cashed up interstate buyer coming back to south australia so that's that's the momentum that these auctions and the property market is seeing here mm. Think that there is such a such a drive for this whole COVID world has 
probably made families in other states look, you know, what what they could have back here, back in South Australia. And families moving here too that are that, that, that want to change. Maybe this time has let us all sort of reassess life and look at what's important. Adelaide certainly, certainly has all that here. 150 auctions, approximately 150 auctions last week, and it was a 91% clearance rate for Adelaide, which is you know, huge, it's phenomenal. Uh, and Adelaide is quickly becoming uh, third, equal with Brisbane, in equal amount of auctions um, per week. So Melbourne's number one, Sydney's number two, but Brisbane and uh, Adelaide are neck and neck at the moment. Uh, in their auctions. And I speak to Tommy Hector a fair bit from Harris, and Tommy tells me he doesn't do his auctions on a Saturday anymore in Adelaide because that's one of his busiest days to do inspections. So he's finding he's doing them on a Friday or a Thursday week, and he's finding that, yeah, huge success. So there's a little bit of a niche there, and that's what COVID's created, where you want to leave your Saturdays for your, your, your typical buyer uh, inspections because uh, people are off it on those times. So... But no, definitely Adelaide is a great place to live. I love going there for the Adelaide test. I didn't get there last year, but I was there the year before. Um, and it's close to everything, Jane. You're, you're spot on. But um, looking at um, this week, uh, there was still uh, close to 100 auctions in Adelaide even this week. So I know it was a quieter week this week. Um, I know it was for Melbourne, Jane, because we had our Melbourne Cup short week. Um, but um, do, do you celebrate it over in Adelaide as well? Yeah. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. It's an unofficial public. Ah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You will. You will find most agencies having a having a team event of of some sort. Okay. Yeah, no, it's definitely definitely stops it here for a bit. Well, Jane, it's been wonderful to chat to you. When do you think you'll be able to uh, head back to Melbourne to see family? I'm definitely heading over on Boxing Day. I'm going to hit that highway. Can't be bothered uh, flying. Want to have a vehicle with me while I'm in uh, the Adelaide Hills. Are you going to do the same thing or are we going to be crossing paths there somewhere? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping sort of for January. Yeah. The border's open in two weeks, so we'll just see what see what happens then. But I'm yeah, really, really looking forward to, to getting back back to Melbourne and seeing seeing my family. And and what's your favourite Melbourne experience other than mum's cooking and seeing the family? Is it uh, like many Adelaideans who just hit the shops? <laughs> or, or what do you enjoy most? Or is it the cafes and the coffee in Melbourne? It's going down the coast. It's going down. I spent my, my summers at Sorrento. It's um, going down to Sorrento yeah. to that beautiful beach. Just, just yeah. Love it. So that's that's a very special place to me in Melbourne. So well, uh, hopefully, if you have any plans at all to stay overnight there, you're already booked. Because from what I understand, everyone in the entire, you know, Victoria and beyond are wanting to to stay a little down on the peninsula. So that is certainly another incredibly uh, hot market, as well as in demand for mm. holiday rentals. Well, Jane McNiff, account manager for Direct Connect in South Australia, thank you so much for your time. And it sounds like you're really enjoying the move to Direct Connect after leaving Domain Group after so many years so I'm sure a huge asset to the team and it's been great to sort of hear about the SA market with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And thank you so much Jane McNiff from Direct Connect in South Australia. Oh Stav I don't know it's just making me really really hope to get back 
there for Christmas. Let's hope nothing's going to go wrong between then and now because uh, my dad bought a little place in Victor Harbour. I don't know if you know that down on the coast and has been waiting for a good year for me to come and visit and do some fishing. So I can't wait to get back into yeah. SA. <laughs> do you uh, think- look, I, I do love South Australia, but, but I also love... Um, you know, the peninsula where Jane is coming to. So Jane's going to come to Sorrento. Um, and I was, uh, I live in Mornington, so she'll be uh, crossing my path somewhere along the line. So, yeah, it should be good. Uh, predictions for the next month or so, Stav? Are we seeing any sign of things slowing down a little after this sort of first spring flush? Or are you just as busy as ever? No, I think it's going to continue right through to Christmas. So traditionally, we don't do a lot of auctions in December. But last year, uh, after um, opening up again, we went almost to Christmas Day. And I think the same will happen this year. Uh, and it's evident in some of the sales that we're seeing uh, on the weekend. Uh, sorry, last weekend, there were you know 2,500 sales in Victoria, uh, nearly 9,000 sales across Australia. What's interesting, though, is the clearance rate across the whole of Australia and this is a huge pool of uh, data, you know, well over 2,000 auctions uh, happened last week, 90% clearance. So there is there's some real strong demand out there, and I think people are really wanting to make the move uh, this side of Christmas, start next year at a fresh school or a fresh job, fresh location. I think we're going to see uh, a lot of movement between now and Christmas, Joan. And do you see the effects of, you know, everyone we've spoken to and yourself included have just said, get it on the market. If you are thinking of selling, get it on the market. Are you seeing properties come to market now where perhaps people have been umming and ahhing for a year or even more and they finally decided to take the plunge? Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, But one thing I'm seeing a lot of is a third uh, method of sale which is quite interesting. So those people that have been umming and ahhing, you know, I don't want to sell it, I don't want the neighbours to know, or, you know, we're private people. The third the third method of sale has become off-market. So mm. off-market has become a method of sale in its own right, private sale and, of course, auction. Um, so we're seeing a huge demand of people coming on the market as off-market that have been wanting to sell for a while but don't, you know, couldn't be bothered doing uh, all the open houses and so on and marketing. So do they then off-market still have like inspections and all of that or is it just like it doesn't go onto all of the normal sites and you don't have to have just mass open inspections and the neighbours can't all come for a sticky beak? Yes. So what happens is Domain offers a a thing for off-market sales where they've been advertising it a fair bit on Channel 9 um, where all off-market properties go there. But no, open houses don't occur, pre-qualified buyers. So as an agent, we're actually earning our money. We're doing a lot more work with the agent. We're becoming more of a a buyer advocate trying to find a buyer for a property rather than just opening it up and letting everyone come through. We're actually doing all the homework for the vendor uh, just to you know, just to keep it private for them. And we've got a lot of private people in Melbourne, um, you know, whether it's sports star, AFL stars or whatever it is, uh, they don't want people trouncing through their home. Yeah, absolutely. Totally get it. It is super stressful, um, you know, once you've got your place dialed and that thinking for weeks mm. on end, you need to keep up that level of maintenance yeah. and cleanliness. And I guess for someone then who is thinking of buying, they really need to contact people like you and go, we want to be in your top three people you call as soon as yeah. the property comes up in our target zone, yeah? 
Yeah, that's right. And and vendors, you know, don't want to be judged either. You know, oh, you've been on the market for three weeks and you're not sold yet. So that's why they want to keep it as anonymous as possible. Tomorrow, in fact, I'm driving all the way down to Inverloch. There's oh, a very unique beautiful. property. Yep. Yeah, very unique property down there on the water. It's beachfront. Um, it belongs to an, uh, an artist. Uh, that's all I can say at this stage. And she will not allow any private inspections. No one to either video or photograph. Uh, the buyers can't photograph or video the property as they walk through. They need to see it. It's like an art gallery. Um, and she'll be leaving a lot of the art there, but she, she doesn't want people to enter that space. Uh, and it's going to be an interesting campaign. It's going to be probably the most difficult project I've been involved in. Um, but in fact, she's even asked for every buyer that comes through to show the bona fides if they can put down a $5,000 holding deposit, uh, refundable, of course. So if they're prepared to put down the $5,000, uh, they will uh, then they can inspect the property. So it's going to be wow. a real interesting one. And oh. I'm seeing a lot more of this. That's incredible. $5,000 for a gallery exhibition. <laughs> Yeah, look, you get it back if you don't buy the property. Of course. Um, immediately, it just sits in our trust account. Uh, but it's going to be a real interesting um, – I've got to keep you posted next time we speak. Yeah, that sounds fascinating. But actually, I'm I'm in favour of that because uh, mm-hmm. as someone who may potentially see the flag out and just drop into a house with no intention to buy, just because I like looking at houses, I get it. I get that people don't mm. want sticky beaks like me uh, coming through their property. And it's kind of nice as well to know that you are weeding out all of that first. Put your money where your mouth is or, or don't mm. even bother. So, wow, interesting. Um, never, never heard of that tactic before, Stav. So mm. we'll definitely, definitely find out more about that. Well, thanks so much for your time, Stav. I know you've got a really busy day, so enjoy and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. It's Shana Blaze here. Join me on my podcast, Homestyle. We provide the ideas and inspiration you need for your home, DIY design projects, and expert advice. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series, available from wherever you get your podcasts and the SEN app.